Welcome to Unlocking Health with Dr. Lexi, where we motivate, inspire, and arm you with the knowledge and tools to reclaim your health. You're in the right place if you've tried everything and you still feel like crud. Each week, we'll have guests to expand your thinking and allow you to live your best life. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Unlocking Health with Dr. Lexi. And I'm really excited today. I have Julie Allsocker here with me. And Julie is a holistic health professional, a functional blood analyst, and a nutrigenomics advisor. That's a mouthful. <laughs> a mouthful. Um, and you have a passion for really helping people get to the root cause of what's causing their health issues. So welcome. Glad to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, nutrigenomics is not something I'm super familiar with. I'm delving a little bit into it, but I would love to pick your brains. So more people have heard of epigenetics than they have heard of nutrigenomics. So I'll start with epigenetics. Epigenetics is the study of the genes and epa is above the genes. So often in health, and I know that your clients are going to recognize this, we look up the river for answers. Mm -hmm. And that's epigenetics is that up the river, it's the way that your genes actually express themselves, the way they behave. And so when we're looking at nutrigenomics, we're looking at how our food choices, our nutrition affects our genes. So there's nutrigenetics, and that oh. is how our genes okay. affect our food and nutrigenomics, how our food lifestyle choices affect our genes. Awesome. Also, what, so are you looking for nutritional deficiencies or is, are you looking for foods that might cause inflammation or trigger those underlying so, genes? Yeah. So it's interesting because uh, the company that I work with specifically is called 3X4 and there's a variety of DNA companies out there. A lot of people are experienced with it from an ancestry point of view. Mm -hmm. So the 3X4 looks specifically at genes in, and they put them in pathways. So we're not going to say this one gene, if you eat this food is going to cause you to have inflammation. We're going to look at all of these SNPs, SNPs we'll call them, all these SNPs are, if we look at them all together, mm -hmm. we see that other people that have these same SNPs uh, tend to react this way to these types of foods. And we look at it as from a holistic point of view. And there's 36 pathways that we look at. So there's the energy pathway, there's a methylation pathway. Uh, we can tell whether or not you are a person that is more prone to have gluten issues. Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. not going to say this one gene will cause this, but the epigenetics, the, it's like switching your gene on and off like a light switch, right? So if the gene is off, that means that it has methyl attached to it. That methyl group will silence that gene. Sometimes we want that because sometimes this gene or group of genes are going to 
behave in a bad way. Right. (laughs) We don't want them. They're going to make us tired or, or whatever the thing is. So we want these methylated, we want them turned off, but then there's other genes that are going to give us energy that are going to affect whether or not after we eat, we feel that satiation experience where I can be done eating because I feel good. There's people that based on these groups of SNPs, they don't ever feel not hungry mm-hmm, and they'll mm-hmm. spend their lives going, oh, man, why can other people stop eating? What's wrong with me? I don't have any willpower. I'm, you know, I'm so bad at, you know, making good choices. And so then you bring in this whole psychological aspect to it where people right. are beating themselves up when your genes, the way they're expressing themselves, it just means you were supposed to be alive a couple thousand years ago because you would have outlived everybody because your body, when it sees food, it tells you to eat and it stores it. (laughs) And so you would have outlived everybody else, right? Right. But your genes are that and our environment is this where we have supermarkets to go in and you want all the food. When we know that, we can stop beating ourselves up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I specifically, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about my daughter. So I've got two daughters. One is a stick, right? Her genetics are just, she doesn't ever have to worry about food being, causing weight-related symptoms. Now, being my daughter, she knows that your food will affect your health. I don't care if you're skinny (laughs) or not. Right. You're eating what I tell you to eat. Now, my other daughter takes after more of the genetics from my husband's side of the family. And she is never full. And she um, actually started having an allergy issue called oral allergy syndrome, where about a year and a half ago, she became allergic to most raw fruits and vegetables. Well, that was fun because that's what we eat, right? So all of a sudden she's allergic to basically all healthy food. Mm -hmm. And so while we are figuring out this chaos of how did this happen and what does it mean? She basically ate pasta for a year with her body type and her genetics um, that manifested in a significant weight gain. And that is tough at 13 years old. Oh, goodness, yes to gain 50 pounds in a year and to be bigger than your mom and to have a tiny little sister who's actually your older sister. And so that's why when um, I interviewed Annie Bush about DNA uh, and the three X four diagnostic test, I went, Oh my goodness, (laughs) I've been Mm -hmm. studying this stuff forever, but now we have an actual solution. And, um, And so my 13 year old's DNA is in at the lab and we're supposed to have results within the next two days. And I am so excited to sit down with her and go through that consultation with her to say, it's okay. We're going to find out answers and your health is your genetics plus your choices, right? Mm -hmm, You're not mm -hmm. choices affect everything, which means it doesn't matter what your genetics say. There's always outliers, right? There's major genetic issues that will call it cause major 
um, health issues for some people, Mm -hmm. but it just in the general scheme of things, we're going to find which genes are strongly affected by your choices and what your body says, those choices, which choices would be best Mm -hmm. for your particular genes. And then we're going to do that. And then instead of having this unwinnable battle, which is how it feels for me as a mom right now and how it feels for her at 13, I'm a nutritionist. I've been a holistic nutritionist for 15 years. You would think that I should be able to fix everything. I'm a naturopath, right? This is, but I need more information. I Mm -hmm. don't have the information I need to fix a situation. So (laughs) that is how it is coming into play in our household right now. And I I think, you know, the point to make there is it's very individualized because, you know, despite our trainings in nutrition and and what people should be eating, it doesn't mean that's still good for everybody around you. And yes, you know, maybe you follow the blood type diet or the Mediterranean diet or, you know, whatever keto, and it, it doesn't matter, but does that resonate with what your genes, you know, are telling you that you should be eating? Right. And for some people, intermittent fasting is going to be beautiful. It's great for me. For her genes, it might not be great, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so it's it's a very freeing thing to have information. And I love the combination of, I know we both are, are trained and certified in functional blood testing. And I love it because you look at genetics plus choices. Well, your blood shows me what choices you've made over your lifetime. But what about the kid who is my oldest daughter? She was born with eczema and breathing issues. Came Mm -hmm. out of the womb that way. We did. I made all homemade organic food. She wore her organic cloth diapers. You know, I did all the right things. Right. But we can't, uh, I always say we can't be completely healthy unless we are naked, levitating, and don't breathe right? Because our clothes have chemicals, the air has chemicals, the flooring that we walk on is so we're exposed no matter what. So we have to know what's going on. And, and even with a child, we can read their blood work, then we can get their DNA. And we know what's going on with the environment, what's going on with their genes, and Mm -hmm. then we can help them be healthy. And so instead of being that mom, like I was for years, I would scrub down her walls with eucalyptus essential oil, you know, just trying to get everything out of there, be on a stepladder rubbing the, you know, the, right. the top of the ceiling and, and doing all the right things. And it feels so helpless, but you don't have to be helpless with your children. You don't have to go, well, the doctors say that everything's normal. So we just need to be on these prescriptions for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether it's a grandparent or a child, our blood has answers, our DNA has answers. And then uh, mindset is a huge thing. And I, I don't do any training or coaching in that I refer out, but I know that mindset can prevent a lot of physical healing issues. So when you're looking at the genetic testing, what are you, are you looking for keys to certain conditions? Are you using it primarily for weight issues? What are you looking for? So the 3X4 test specifically looks at the genes that we have more influence on. So it's not 
what you're going to see when you go into your mainstream doctor, your Western medicine, where they're doing genetic testing for specific diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of those, it, it's, it is what it is. You don't have it. There's, it's called high impact, low impact, and it's a high impact gene. There's not much you can do about it. So what we're looking at is we're looking at things that are scientifically viable and clinically applicable. Mm -hmm. So what can we actually have an impact on with our lifestyle and our food choices? So it's looking at those, those 36 pathways, your energy pathway, your methylation pathway. Um, And I've, I've got below some here. I can send that to you, the different pathways so that it gives, um, it gives you an, a nice long list of things, even to how, what does the cholesterol look like in, in your, in your genes? And, you know, okay. um, can you have, how do you, uh, how do you process coffee? Are you a person that huh? should have one cup first thing in the morning, or are you a person that metabolizes it quickly and you need to watch it, how you're using it? So all those things Interesting. Okay. are things that can show up in your genes. So we, Very look those, we look at it from a, from a big picture perspective. And I think it's important that we all have an idea because, uh, you know, a lot of people follow the 80, 20 rule for so many things. And in my own opinion, um, I used to be okay with the 80, 20 rule, but being more into nutrition, I feel like if you that, that 20% or even that 10% is enough to stop your body from healing. And so I no longer (laughs) really (laughs) subscribe to that. What, what age do you feel like people should start getting the, um, the testing done? You know, it's funny because, um, that was a question that I had asked Annie and she, and she answered the way I'm going to answer. Here's your baby. Here's their DNA test. Mm-hmm. we're not trying to use it to modify their DNA or genetics or, you know, turn them into some sort of test tube baby. Instead, we're going, we now have access to this blueprint. Mm-hmm. If I could have had this for my kids at out of the hospital, then who knows what my youngest daughter's health would look like now at 13. Would, be, would we even be struggling with this? Because I've been trying to use the education I've had and the education I had 15 years ago, even what we were told from an alternative medicine perspective, even that stuff is, is very much updated now. Right. Right. So I fed my kids in this certain way because that's the healthiest way. And now I'm going, Oh, I guess that's not healthy for everybody. And we know that now. Right. Right. So instead of going, Oh, we know that now we go, you can take this test one time. It's not Mm -hmm. like you need to retest over the course of their life. It's the same. It's their DNA. (laughs) The way things become interpreted might be updated, but for now it stays the same. And and that's, what's great about it is it's concrete. It gives you an idea, you know, it's um, very analytical versus just kind of grasping at things that helps to take away the guesswork. I, I agree that everyone seems a bit overwhelmed because what we knew was science 15 years ago or 20 years ago, fat-free diets, you know, canola, margarine, all of that stuff that we were told was good is actually 
not good. And how do you know to differentiate? So when you're looking at something like this, it really helps to eliminate a lot of that guesswork. And I don't think there's a parent out there, most of them that wouldn't want their kids to have the most ability to succeed. Right. We do so much for them to be successful. Now, there is a a concern in a school of thought with, well, when we get this, are we going to, what if they didn't want to know, right? What if things show up that they didn't want to know about? What if there's genetic markers that we learn later that this has a very detrimental effect later in life? And now you're living with that knowledge and that can be heavy. Um, APOE, E2, E3, 4 is um, one of those things that some people choose not to know because that can be, that SNP is a potential indicator of Alzheimer's. And so we have the ability to, as a practitioner, click hide on that. Some people will say, I don't want to know. For me, I want to know because mm-hmm. I know that that Alzheimer's is, they, they say it's newly called type three diabetes. No, I took a course from John Hopkins, my goodness, at least 10 years ago, a neurocognitive course. And they were saying that a decade ago, we're, we're calling it type three diabetes. We know that your blood sugar, your insulin resistance, those things have an effect on mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. So I don't care if I have that gene right. at all, because I'm already working because I have a okay. lot of Alzheimer's in my family. I'm avoiding aluminum. I'm not using deodorant with aluminum. I am, you talked about 80, 20, my kids, my poor kids and their friends. Um, I don't allow sugar in my house because sorry, sugar is poison and we don't have poison in moderation. Mm-hmm. And when my kids go, but, but they're having just a little bit, why can't we have just a little bit? And I go, am I going to give you just a little bit of meth? And they're like, mom, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give you just a little bit of meth. And I'm also it's, not going to give you just a little bit of sugar. It's true. Yeah. It's you know, one so thing that frustrates difficult. me is you go to the doctor's office, pediatricians, right. And the kids mm-hmm. are sick. And what do they have there? Lollipops. What's yes. going to keep infections or parasites going? Yeah. The sugar. So, yeah. you know, you're just prolonging the problem. Yes. Um, so I, I totally get that. And I think in another important part of this is, as you mentioned, with epigenetics, we have the ability to control the way our DNA is expressed. Only 5 to 10% of our DNA actually impacts what happens to us. Um, The other 90% is modifiable. And so when you have the knowledge from these tests, you can make those lifestyle choices that will not let those genes turn on, hopefully. Um, So you're, you're giving yourself the best chances to, to live a full life. And if you're a person that thrives on information, I, I just, I need to know if I'm, able to know something I want to know it right why would I walk in the dark when I can flip on a light switch <laughs> it's <laughs> available it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's interesting because DNA tests before were terribly expensive it was just mm-hmm. something that rich people could afford well and that's and my question is it affordable so it, it is I think if it depends on what you consider affordable so different practitioners are going to have different costs for myself. When I do um, the test, 
and a consultation and it usually doesn't just wrap up in one consultation it's usually several consultations it's going to be eight hundred dollars for an adult now as a mom that has been through the ringer with health issues with my kids mm-hmm. i do kids at 50 percent off and the majority of that 400 the vast majority goes to the dna test so basically they're getting my consultation for just about free with the kids so mom you take care of you because that's important and let's take care of your babies too it's just if i could get every single mom to have her kids tested it's going to give you so i believe that knowledge gives peace even if it's bad news quote unquote Mm -hmm. at least you know what's going on because that not knowing when my daughter was what she was really bad at about six seven years old the doctor had said it was undiagnosable, moderate to severe allergies. And she just, she couldn't even breathe at night, right? She's up all night coughing, can't breathe. And I remember sitting in bed with her, holding with her and she's crying and I'm crying because she's so tired and I'm so tired and we've done every natural thing you can do and we're not healing her. And then we found another specialist who said, I don't know why he diagnosed her with that because she doesn't have that. She has asthma and he said it's due to a genetic uh, variant mutation, mm-hmm. um, but they never did a DNA test on her. So her DNA is in too. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's just call things genetics without ever actually testing. Mm. So now we get to have answers and I'm so excited to have answers and I'm getting their blood work too. <laughs> My, my kids are not the most thrilled that I, you know, do some of this stuff. And I'm like, well, now that I have these pieces to the puzzle, um, like I said, the DNA test only needs to be do- done once. It's not going to change. Um, but my, my 18 year old hates blood work. I still remember him as a toddler screaming naked through the pediatrician's office because he didn't want to have his blood taken. And I, I made him recently go in for blood work and he, excuse my language, he bitched and moaned. And I heard about it for two days after. And, and I just have to laugh because guess what, (laughs) that's what I'm going to do from now on. Um, is it difficult to do the testing? Like what's involved with it? Oh, it's super fun. Well, it was fun for me and maybe not for my 13 year old because it's just a cheek swab. But you want to swab the cheek for like 30 seconds on each side. So I set the the watch and I'm like scrubbing on the ends. I'm like, I'm not missing any DNA here. I'm not (laughs) screwing this up. Right. And she's, she gets done and she's like, mom, you are so weird. So I'm like, look, your DNA is on here. We're having so much fun, but it's just a cheek swab. And then you put it in the solution, you mail it off. And it's, uh, I believe it was FedEx. So you have the tracking number. And, uh, and then it, the turnaround time, um, they say, you know, four to six weeks, but it's getting done closer to four weeks or less. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you sort of custom design a nutrition plan based off of it? Or how do you use the results as far as the way you work with your clients? So the results are so robust that if you look at everything right away, it's very overwhelming. So the thing, and this is why I chose 3X4 over the other three DNA tests that I was looking at. They use infographs because when you see a picture 
and words at the same time, it solidifies it in your memory. And so one of the things they do is they, in their infographs, they use color and the, the purple, you follow the purple, the purple is going to be the thing that your lifestyle can affect the most. So you're going to look at the different pathways and it's going to say, okay, we're going to look at this particular methylation and this energy pathway. And then it's going to give you exactly what you can do for targeted supplements for nutrition for what specific type of vegetables will have this specific thing that will affect the expression of this gene so every single snip will show the things that you can do to affect that and if you're going to do that with 163 snips you're not going to do it because that's too much so instead we're going to look at the top three things and we're going to focus on those and we're going to make those lifestyle changes and we're going to look at targeted supplementation. And I encourage everybody, if you're doing your DNA, do your blood work at the same time, especially adults, because adults, you 30s, 40s, let's see what you did with your lifestyle over the course of your life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And let's support your innate healing. And then once your system is supported, then everything else just goes so much faster, Right. We can do all this healing and we can do it the slow way. Let's do it the fast way. Let's get some more information and do it the fast way. Right. That's, I, you know, the, the answers that can come from concrete um, sources, such as the blood work and the DNA testing is critical for empowering people to take their own health back. It, It truly is. I mean, you know, I felt like I floundered for so long. And even when I started delving into natural medicine, it's like, okay, what works and what doesn't and, and this and that and willy nilly taking supplements um, that I may or may not need, which can be just as harmful as not having right. enough. Um, yeah. So everything is in balance. And so learning what your specific body needs and what it's dealing with is the key to to restoring, restoring, like you said, the innate ability to heal your body has the ability to heal. So get out of its way, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my biggest thing that I've learned over my lifetime of being into alternative medicine is there are so many good answers. It's not like I can't find how to heal. I can find a thousand ways to heal, but which one is going to be the most efficient the, the quickest, the most successful for me. And that's what I find that the DNA and the blood work together. Um, and even really, even if you just start with the blood work, find out what's going on with your system and then target your Mm -hmm. supplementation. If it's even needed. Uh, I I'm so thankful. My grandmother, my 93 year old grandmother who reads health stuff, hours every day was taking piles of pills. My parents were like, Oh, you know, we have this symptom. Let's take this pill, this symptom, that pill. No, (laughs) you don't know what's causing that symptom. Stop taking supplements based on symptoms. And then you go all of a sudden from taking 20 supplements a day down to five or six Mm -hmm. therapeutically until you're healed. And then you don't need to keep taking them, (laughs) you know, and for anyone that thinks that the testing may be like outside of their price range, when you realize that you're not just willy nilly taking a bunch of stuff, you're saving money on supplements going forward. Um, I I think that's, 
that's a key, you know, it's, yes, it's an initial investment, but it saves you money going down the, the line for the rest of your life. You will spend that money. You will. It's just, are you going to spend it now and enjoy an energetic, mm-hmm. healthy, joyful life for the next mm-hmm. 20 years? Or are you going to suffer mm-hmm. and then have pain in your joints and be tired all the time and then spend that same money mm-hmm. 20 years down the road? Yeah. And you talked about being empowered. The DNA test for me, for children specifically, I feel like it empowers them to be part of their health journey. Because this is not about me and what I think is best for you. This is what you are telling you is best for you. (laughs) It is your body speaking to you. And you get to make these choices with me to make sure that you feel the best you can, Mm -hmm. which is why like my daughter will be in on her consultation and any child, unless they're like a baby or toddler will, I encourage them to be in on their consultation. Mm -hmm. And I, I am a person that enjoys kids in that situation because I enjoy breaking it down to their level. Do you want to feel healthy? Do you like having energy? Because kids like to be talked to like they matter and they do matter in this process. You know, I noticed, um, I remember when I was younger, the doctors never talked to me, right? They always talked to my parents. And when my kids hit about 13, the doctor stopped talking to me and started talking to the kids. And I remember leaving and thinking, I love this pediatrician because she is giving my kids the knowledge and the attention they need to take onus for themselves. Um, I also feel that everyone knows everything that they should be doing. Everyone knows that their diet should be good or that they should exercise more or sleep more. We all know this, but our, our minds, like you mentioned in the beginning, get in the own, our own way, that psychology. So when you have something that's telling you, no, this is what's going to happen or what could happen if you don't do this, it's a little bit more slap in the face to like motivate you to take the steps that you need to take. Well, it's like when we have the clients that say, and I've, I've got a few of these, don't tell me why, just tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. And I say, no, because if you don't know the why you're not going to do it, you're not. And if you know the why, then your internal self, you know, uh, preservation instinct will give you some additional motivation because Mm -hmm. motivation isn't in, you know, large supply. Most of the time, usually we need to use discipline to make big changes. But when you know that something is killing you, let's just be blunt. This is killing me. You go, Oh, I don't want to die. And then you make those choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. How can anyone get a hold of you if they want to do the DNA test or um, have a consultation with you? So I am on social media and I'm at Better Than Normal Health on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. I'm trying. My 13 year old is trying to help me on TikTok. I'd much <laughs> rather be on a walk in nature than be on social media, but you know. Um, and then my website is uh, betterthannormalhealth.com. And so okay. I've, you can go right to the website and just buy it right there. Or if you want to reach out to me, it ha- I have a contact me page too. Wonderful. And I'll put all the information below. So if anyone has any questions, this is thrilling um, to look at. I think it's great. I think 
gosh, our kids are going to have a much better life than what we may have potentially had without having to learn the hard way. Uh, So I really appreciate you taking the time and and coming and talking about it. And I, you know, as you gain more and more information about what you're uncovering, I, or even your daughters would love to hear (laughs) that. So thanks again for coming, Julie. I really appreciate it. I look forward to keeping in contact. Thank you. Thank you.